Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a time when we gather for prayer from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I said good morning. I hope that you had a restful night's sleep, and I hope that you had a good weekend. And as we begin this week, we look to the Lord because we know that he's going to carry us all the way. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's prayer and just encourage you to continue to press on, continue to pray, continue to read, and all that you are dealing with, the stress of life, continue to seek God because he is our Father and takes care of each and every one of us. So let's get into the call for today. When you get an opportunity, please open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 14, and I am reading from the King James Version of these Four verses, and it reads on this wise. And he gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature, stature of fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more t- children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So far, the scripture. And so this morning, I come to you because the thought came to me that why do, why do we need the church? Why is the church important? Well, in these verses, Paul is talking about the different, what we call the fivefold ministry. It is what makes up the church. And so he talked about the apostles. Apostles are those who set up or plant churches. Prophets, they tell us what God is saying. Evangelists, they encourage and they win souls. The pastor is the covering and the protector and the guidance, guider of the sheep. The teachers are the ones who learn, who teach the people how to do the things of God. Um, when you talk about an instructor, one that would create an environment of learning. And so why, what's the importance of the five-fold ministry? It is ultimately to spread the word. And in these verses today, Paul is talking about the fact that God gave us gifts, and these gifts are there to existing to help us. It is to make the saints better. When you talk about the perfecting of the saints, it is to work the ministry, if you will. It is to lift up the body of Christ. God set it all up. And so this fivefold ministry exists everywhere. How do I know? Because he's planted all of those that are listed everywhere in the earth. He's, they exist in your job. They exist on your block. They have all different nationalities and cultures and nations. All of this was God's plan because he knew that we needed to be in sync. We needed to be unified. That's why it says we come into the unity of the faith, not in what we think, not in I like the way you do your church, the faith, the unity of the faith. We are to learn of Jesus when we have all of these set people in the church, if you will. I'm not talking about the church building. I'm saying because we are the church of God. We represent him. And he says that we would be able to learn of Jesus, that we would be mature, that we would be developed, that we will not be like those who drink milk, that we won't be tossed to and fro, that when something new comes up, that we won't turn to the left or to the right and we will not be deceived. 
this is powerful because a lot of times we get upset. I, I hear people all the time. I, want, I don't want to go to church. I don't need to go to church. I'm not talking about during this COVID world. That's not a conversation that just happened. We've heard it before. But you and I need the church. We need those gifts to operate wherever we are, whatever is going on, because we can't make it on this earth without the word of God. We cannot make it based on these people who have been set up. We, we, we won't be able to make it without them. But when we get the right perspective of why God created and set it all up that he gave, he said not just gifts, but he said gifts unto men. We are the men and women that are being represented, that God did this for us because he has a plan, he has a purpose, and he knows that we need it. We can't just go on each and every day just trying to do it on our own. We need all of those those different gifts that I named, the, the prophet, we need the evangelist. We don't just need one. That, that's my point. We need all of it because we need to be in sync and we need to be mature in him as we walk this journey because God already knew it wasn't going to be easy. He knew it was going to be stressful for us. He knew that we were going to be um, um, discouraged. He knew all of it. He knew it. And so he said, I gave you my road plan. I gave you my love letter. I gave you the word of God. Read it. Eat it, meditate on it, do what you need to do, pray to me, seek me, fast, worship me, do all these things because I know it's not going to be easy and I set things in order in the house of the church of God so that you would be blessed so that you can grow up and you can live here until I fulfill the purpose that I have for you on earth. So let's look to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you this morning. We love you, God. We thank you for who you are and how great you are and how much you love us and how you keep us and how you watch over us. Lord, there's no one, no one, no one on the earth, no one under the earth, no one above the earth. It's you. It is only you, God, that gets the glory. You are the one who we pray to this morning. We want to make sure we know you are Jehovah God. You are the great I am. You are the mighty one. You are our king, our Lord. God, we love you, the lover of our soul. We thank you for yet another opportunity to talk to you. We know, God, that we need to talk to you on a regular basis. We know that you need to talk to us. We need to listen to you. God, we just want to bless you this morning, and we thank you. Lord, forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. We know we've done something. Yep, it might be early in the morning here on this part of the world, but wherever, God, when we come together in prayer, we need to set the slate clean. We need to come to you and understand that we have transgressed, that we have done something. So, Lord, this morning, we repent, all of us, as we seek you this morning, and we ask that you help us to turn, completely turn away, God, from the sin, the wickedness, the iniquity, that way of thinking that does not please you, and we know it doesn't. Lord, help us to turn from our wicked ways, and we thank you for being a God that when we come that's our sin, that you're faithful and you're just to forgive us of all unrighteousness, and we bless you. This morning, God, we come to you, and we thank you for the church. We know that the church that we've been seeing is not all that you have ordained it to be. We know ultimately the church will stand. The gates of hell will not prevail. But what we see in our local assemblies have caused many of your people to be discouraged, have caused many of your people to question you when it is human beings that are in their opportunity. Operating and sometimes not operating right. God, it is you that is in, that's in charge of the church. You set up the order that you let us know that you gave us all of the parts of the fivefold ministry for 
for them to work together. It's not just one. It's not the one that we say, oh, no, we don't, we don't deal with apostles because, you know, those don't exist anymore. Yes, yes, yes. It's not just the disciples, but there was Junia, a, a woman who was an apostle father. Help us not to get so caught up. We hear the arguments and the questions and the doubts. God, you set up the church. And let us go to you, God, gather and assemble in the church, whether it's virtual, whether it's together. Help us to have the mindset of who you have called us to be. You gave us all of these so that we might be perfected. You want us to be better because, God, we are chosen people. We're a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation. We are your God's special possession. You are our Father, but we are your special possession that you would declare the praises of you, God, who called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. We are not living on the earth just to just to be um, haphazardly walking around, but you called us out of darkness. You chose us. We are royalty, so we must act like it, but we got to know that we are royalty when you have set these people in place. God, David, he served you, and because you, he served you, you had a purpose in the generation that he lived in. And then after he, he served your purpose, then he fell asleep. God, help us to know that you have a purpose for everyone under the sound of my voice. Everything that we do, every place that we work, every place that we live, God, our culture, our nationality, the fact that we were either born a woman or a man, that was your purpose. It was to serve your purpose, not my purpose, but your purpose because, God, you have a plan. We know, God, that as human beings, we make plans. You want us to um, set things up. You want us to have goals. And there's nothing wrong with that. But your word lets us know that many other plans in a um, person's heart. But it is you, Lord, your purpose that prevails. It's your purpose that prevails. So sometimes, Lord, we get it twisted. You've given us the authority, but God, it is you who have purpose. You said that, that you knew us in our mother's womb before the foundation of the world. So if you knew us and we start saying, well, this is what I want to do. It don't have anything to do with God. Then we are at fault because we are now taking on the identity and the perspective of Slewford. We are taking on the perspective of Satan himself, who thinks that he's in charge. God, you're in charge. It's you. It is you, God, that you set up the plans. You said you have the plans for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us and to bring us to an expected end. And so this this morning, God, we ask that you would help us to operate in the gifts that you gave, God. You called so many people under the sound of my voice in these five ministry areas that they would lead, that they would serve. And then, then we have those who are considered the sheep, those who are the lay people who decide, eh, I'll go when I get ready. The purpose of the gifts is for us. The purpose of every gift is to lift us up, to edify us, to have us to be better because you know everything that's going on. You know the time and the seasons. You said that there was a time for everything and season for activity under the heavens. Everything that's happening, the good, the bad, and the ugly, God, you have a hand in it. You have um, brought it together because all things are working together for the good of those who love God. And God, we love you this morning. We bless you, God. And so we know your purposes are great and they're mighty. Are your deeds? God, your eyes are open to the ways of all mankind. You don't just look at your children. You especially look at us, but you don't just look at your children. You look at all of mankind. You look at each, you reward each person according to their conduct and as their deeds deserve. God, that's your word. 
That's your word. Our deeds, the, the deeds and things that we deserve because you're looking and you're seeing how we behave. God, help us to get into your word. Help us to know the purpose of the church. The church is there to help us to be better, to grow, to be the children of God, children of the Most High, to draw others to you, God. And so when we go to work and we work with that coworker and that coworker is mean or that coworker thinks they know everything or that coworker is doing all kinds of things, Lord, you have called us to be a light in the midst of darkness, to be able to speak hope. And when we don't have enough information because we think we have to sound like the preacher, God, let our life, our life be an example. Help us to say things to encourage people and not join in the complaining and join in the fact that God is, he, oh, he, he forgot about me. We know what you can do. And so the people are dying. They're losing their soul because of all that's happening. God, help us to represent you in all the places, the schoolroom, the boardroom, God, the executives that are on this line, the principals, oh, God, the police officers, oh, God, those in the health field. God, help them to operate in the area that you planted them because you know many have been called. Many of them are called, but they, they be quiet. They say, I only serve on Sunday when I got to be the deacon or I got to be the trustee. God, you have called us. You called us to minister, not minister necessarily behind the desk. So help us to get this mindset that we have been called, God. We've been called to live in this world, but we're not of this world. And God, because you have put a plan and a purpose in our lives, help us to walk accordingly, God. Those in sanitation, those who are retired, those in the, in the school system, the family assistant, oh, God, the parent coordinator, the lawyers, the pastors, the leaders, everywhere that you call us, every man, every woman, every boy and every girl, the accountant, the nurse, the makeup artist, God, we pray today that while we're doing what you gifted us to do, that you would teach us how to tell people about you. God, we pray for salvation today, that you would give us the word to speak life to people, but to tell them that you love them that you have a plan for them, that eternally they can say yes to you and they would say, what must I do to be saved? Help us to be on our job. You created us in your image, so you made us unique the way we are. So let us be able to speak to people from where we are in the name of Jesus because, Lord, we are who you created, Lord. We don't have to sound and the words don't have to be so flowery and we don't have to pray like that one. Help us to be ourselves. God, if we made you made us in your image, then we are good the way we are. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for creating us, God. And so today we ask that you would look upon all your children, God, that you would help us through whatever we're dealing with individually and corporately, God, the, 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 the body of Christ, all that they are dealing with. We lift up pastors. We lift up each one of them that's leading because they, some of them are just stressed out, trying to figure it out, don't know what to do, but got to put on the front. Help them to bring it down and to say, I'm, I'm tired. I'm discouraged. I need y'all to pray for me and help us to hear and stop saying, oh, they're not, they not tired. They're all right. Let me put something else on the side. We pray for you to undergird every pastor, every leader, every apostle, every evangelist, God, every prophet. Oh, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, every teacher, we ask that you help undergird them as they are walking this journey with you. And then, God, last but not least, I ask that you remember those who are sick. These COVID cases are going up. So many people are dealing with things, headaches and viruses. We pray, God, for you to heal them, God. Every positive case, I lift up my dear sister, Cologne, her son, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And people I don't know, and people may 
know that are sick, God, we pray healing. Anyone under the sound of my voice who is sick, who is dealing with something, a rash, an infection, a virus, something going on, an actual disease, God, we pray your healing virtue because you're still the God that heals. We just got to believe it and know that you can do it. And then, Lord, last but not least, I pray for every person whose heart is broken. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you said that you're close to those who have a broken spirit. Their spirit is broken. They're, they're hanging their head down. They're discouraged because of things that have happened that have devastated some of them. But you said that you're close to them, close to them. So we thank you for being with them right there in, in the midst of whatever they're dealing with. And we know that ultimately, God, you are the one who can lift their heads. We praise you, God, for doing it because you are the Lord, God, that loves us. You care about us in spite of us, in spite of what we don't do. Oh, God, there's so much. There's so much that's going on, but you are able to heal us. You are able to help us. You are able to open doors. You are able to give us the money. You are able to reconcile. You are able to help us to have faith, to keep going when we feel like giving up. You are that God. You are that God. You're the great God. You're the awesome God. You're the only God. And so this morning, we stand in confidence for you to do these great things for us, God, that you're able to do the exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that work is in us. God, shield us with your love today. Shield us with your blood today. Keep our family members, our friends, God, in the name of Jesus. Keep us from the suffering and the pain and the evil and the violence. Keep us from monkeypox and anything that would try to infiltrate our bodies or infiltrate our space or infiltrate our mind, God, because we keep our mind stayed on thee. We love you today. We bless you today. And we praise you because there's no one like you, God. Remember my dear sister King today as she goes in. It's already done. It's already well. We thank you for your healing virtue and your healing balm. You are the balm of Gilead. So we bless you this morning and we give you glory. It is in Jesus' name that we pray and for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, Have an awesome day. Have a blessed week. Trust God all the way. Remember that he created all of these parts of the fivefold ministry for you to be better, for you to be perfected, for you to be edified so that we can come into the unity of faith, so we can tell everybody how good he is. He's great, and he's still working miracles, signs, and wonders. You know I love you, but God truly loves you more. Have a blessed day, awesome week, and meet me again for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes With Him podcast. You can follow 15 Minutes With Him wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please click on the follow button to connect with us. To learn more about this podcast, Minister Valerie Lee, and how you can support this ministry, visit us at ValerieLee.org.